Welcome to Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. I am your host, the aforementioned Ravi Lula, and I just want to let you know what I've got going on on the show for you here today. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, in honor of college basketball kicking off here, really today, I mean, at least for Creighton, they have their exhibition here tonight. Uh, I've got a very special podcast with th- uh, three of my teammates from when I played college basketball, and I also have Jake Heck on the podcast as well, who, uh, as you know, we'll just call him Meathead Jake. Uh, As you know, he played for me back in the day, and now he coaches with me over at NCC. And we got all uh, all five of us in the room together, and we're able to have a great conversation about uh, our playing days, which it's really, (laughs) it's a very self-deprecating podcast because we played the lowest form of college basketball known to mankind. So uh, it was really fun talking to the guys and it was a lot of fun um, just getting to spend some time with them. But that's what the podcast is today. It's not really a college basketball preview, but I think you'll really enjoy it. And it's a, I think a good way to kick off the start of college basketball season. Um, I just want to remind you that on Wednesday we will have uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones, on Star Wars Wednesday, and then on Monday, of course, I did that backwards. On Monday we'll have Meathead Monday, and then on Wednesday we'll have uh, episode two, Star Wars Attack of the Clones. And uh, so make sure you go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review Heavy Lifting with Robbie Lula on your podcast platform of choice. Go ahead and find us on Facebook, Heavy Lifting with Robbie Lula on Twitter, and on Instagram, at R-A-Lula. And then, on the as always, on the website, RavilulaRadio.com. Also, if you are a Creighton fan, you can hear me before every single Creighton game uh, on Blue Jay Shootaround. Uh, I start uh, usually an hour before the game, but depending on what time the game is, uh, you'll hear me going before every Creighton game this season. And I'm also on the Creighton Athletic Hour uh, from, on Wednesdays from 6 to 7, all of that's on 1620 The Zone AM in Omaha. So you can check that out if you're out of town. There's an app and a website as well, so you can listen to me there. But without any further ado... Oh, wait, there was one more thing I wanted to say. Um, so one person was not available for the podcast, our guy Evan Stone, he who you've heard a couple on the podcast a couple times. He uh, lives in Colorado, so he wasn't able to join us. But just wanted to give a shout out to Stoney. Um, also wanted to just say real quick about uh, those guys in the room there that I played with and about Stoney. Those dudes are, I mean, I know this is a, a cheesy thing to say, but those dudes are my ride or die. Um, basically them along with Jake and uh, my guy Busky, who I was in Chicago visiting last weekend. Um, those those are my dudes. And this uh, this basketball team specifically, since that's the podcast we have here, I mean, we've got <laughs> we've got a group chat that's been going for years, and man, I just can't say enough about uh, it's a lot of fun on this podcast, and we're mostly joking, but uh, that's about as as tight of a group of guys and a, as great of a group of friends I can ever ask for. And uh, man, and that I tell you what, in that group chat, yeah, it's a lot of fun and games, but also like everything that ever happens in our lives, good, bad, serious. Uh, sad, you know, tragic, whatever, man, it, it goes in that group chat just about as soon as it happens. And all those guys, uh, we rally around each other and it's just, it's an awesome group to be a part of. It's an awesome, uh, it's amazing friendships that I have with those guys. And so as 
as horrible as our playing experience was uh, playing college basketball. Um, it's, it's, I wouldn't trade it for the world just cause those guys are incredible. Um, they're some of my best friends in the world and, uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So, uh, get all, got all the sappy stuff out of the way up top. Um, without any further ado, this is me, Josh Laughlin, Jacob Heck, Justin Carlson, and Alex Hall, uh, on our playing days, uh, back in college. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. I have a very special podcast for you here today. I have Josh Laughlin, Alex Hall, Justin Carlson, and my guy Jake Heck, who you may know from a few Meathead Mondays, all with me here today. This is a five-man podcast, five men in one room, one mic at the same time. It is going to be probably traumatizing for everyone involved and it, this may scar you for life but the reason we're all here together is because we were all on probably the worst basketball program known to college hoops and no, no four of you were <laughs> four of us were uh jacob was on a different he has a different perspective so that's that's also why he's here um, actually, I don't know why he's here. He just he just shows up places also, sometimes. Do we, do we call you Jacob or Jake now? He you you know, he thinks he's a big big adult man now. He likes to be called Jacob. Oh, I like Jacob. It's cute. We could just call him Jacoby. Yeah, Jacoby. <laughs> Jakob. Okay. We call him Jakob. Yeah. Back to his European roots. <laughs> uh, but no, so we're gonna. Uh, I don't think people understand how ridiculous it was. First of all. Um, and frankly, I, I need to come clean because I've been coaching for the last nine years and, uh, you know, somewhat of a radio personality for the last five years. And it's all fraud because when I tell you I played college basketball, it, we, I mean, we played in a church that didn't have a wood floor. So um, it's not great. Uh, hopefully I don't lose all of my jobs after this. But uh, I want to get started with... I just want to introduce everybody. We'll go around the room. You'll tell me what you're doing today because I want it to be known that just because you were on the worst college team of all time, it doesn't mean your life's over. So, Josh, we'll start with you. What are you doing today? You know, are you homeless living here, you know, living in a van down by the river? What's going on? I'm a little bit above that, just a little bit. I'm a stockbroker. I don't think I'll name my company. That's fair. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't think I need to at this point in time. So, yeah. For a prominent firm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're at least well known. I would say that for sure. And That's I do prominent means. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you spell it though? P R O. Never mind. Um, Just leave it alone. It's already. Um. It's fine. <laughs> so, and I did that with a. Uh, I have my undergrad in family life and counseling from a Christian college. So not related to your not current related field. at all. No, nope. fair enough. Not even a little bit. So no, nope. that's about it. For you me. have a family, do two two kids. Some people love you despite your your loser starts in college. Yeah, I would say there are a few out a there few? who selectively like me. People yes. outside of this room. Y- yeah, <laughs> at least some. Seems less common. My mom definitely loves me. For sure. sure. Uh, My mom definitely. Loves all right. Me. Good old oh, Paige. Paige. Don't get me started. All right. Paige. Stop. <laughs> I love Paige. Everybody loves Paige. Uh, all right, Al. Why don't we go to you next? Yes. What I, are you up uh, to these days? I'm a pastor at a church. Surprisingly, uh, okay. I'm one of the few that went to a Christian college and then ended up. That's in true. Ministry. You're the only one in this yeah. room. Yep. Well, not Jake. 
Yeah, no, you're the only one in this room that's using their degree that they got from yeah. a Christian school. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, oddly enough, I was probably, I would have been voted the least likely oh, sure. to become a pastor while I was at school there. I mean, oh, you absolutely. did have a professor that begged you not to go into ministry. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Good old Dr. Brown. <laughs> yes, Dr. Brown, my freshman year, he, uh, he pulled me aside and said, this might not be for you. Well, Dick. His name was that's Dick. That's his name. That's, his not, name that's not an insult. His name was Dick Brown. Yes. Here I, I am. You can't make these things up. Here he I am not, today. He was from a different time. <laughs> Did you bring up, though, he's a published author as well? Published author? Yeah. I, I self-published, but yes. Still, thank you. Still, thank you. still counts. <laughs> Definitely counts. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. What's yeah. the name of the book? Uh, F-Words for Small Group Leaders. Uh, I thought that was a great name for uh, people that work in a church. Because if you ever work with children, (laughs) you're going to use the F-words a lot. Yes, yes. And uh, no four-letter F-words were actually used in the writing of this book. Oh, okay. But they did inspire. Except for the word for. Yeah. It was a four-letter Yeah, that's true. That's true. Technically. Did I use the number? I can't remember now. Okay. You'll have to buy the book to find out. Check it out. It's the greatest greatest tease I can give you. There's only certain places you can find those things out. Uh, So, yeah, that is Al. Uh, He's uh, also married, has children. Yes. Uh, People outside of this room don't think he's the worst. So, that's also a plus. Dud, you're up next. So, I have a degree in secondary education, so naturally I also work in the financial sector um, in operations. Did not use my degree as well. Um, my only redeeming quality is I made twin two-year-old boys, so... That's your got, only redeeming quality as a human being? Yes, it is. I got I got that going for me. Fair um, enough. That's probably close. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's there. You have nice calves. They're thick. They are thick. Look at I, I can't They're not like nice in the sense of like aesthetic. They're uh, sturdy. Yeah, they're, they're sturdy. sturdy. Very sturdy. I can't roll my ankles. Yeah, yeah it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So you have cankles. That's yeah. true. Well, you, you can at least differentiate between my ankle and my calf. Get <laughs> yeah, up here. Let's see. <laughs> it's not going to work in this, this environment. Yeah, there's can, some calf. In right comparison, there. here's a chicken leg. Oh, man. Look at a little chicken leg. There's, there's you, can see, you can see the ankle bone. Okay, yeah, all right. So he's uh, Jake has ruled that there's they're not cankles per se, just very sturdy, very sturdy ankles. Yes. But my Division One basketball scholarship never came, but my boys still have that chance. So that's what I. Uh, all right, maybe that guy. Um, yeah. Living vicariously through <laughs> his twin that boys, guy. that's gonna go super well, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> uh, also, if for the record, anytime we refer to Justin or Dud, that's the same person. So. His nickname is Dud. His real name is Justin. Don't get confused. Jake. Yeah, I have a, uh, my undergrad is in uh, middle school education, math and science. I'm a master's in educational leadership, and I, uh, I'm using that at Nebraska Christian College as the lead assistant men's basketball coach. Using quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. Lead assistant coach. That's a good title. That's kind of like a Dwight Schrute yeah, title man, right like, there. It's yeah, not just the assistant coach. coach. I'm, I'm the, the lead assistant hey, coach. I'm going to take every bit of title they will give me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and I'm Ravi. You know me. I also am not using anything I studied in college. I work in the financial field as well uh, and in the risk and compliance area. So, yeah, none of us, We ha- when five of us went to a Christian college and one of us is working in a church, the odds on Al being that one would have been <laughs> astronomical. Seriously. We're talking about Buster uh, Douglas versus yeah. Mike Tyson odds agree. on that one. Yeah. And uh, True underdog story. It's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, anything can happen one night in Tokyo. But, <laughs> all right, so part of the reason, I, I wanted to talk about our time playing together in college basketball because... 
It's a very unusual thing. I I don't think I realized how strange it was until I got away from it and started coaching in college. And I was like, oh, man, that was that was weird. That was really strange. We probably should not have had Famous Dave's right before a tournament game. That maybe was a good call. That maybe was not the best call. Mm. Uh, so I want to I want to go around the room and and ask you. To me, it's a people don't know until now really what uh, how embarrassing it was to be on that team. But now we're exposed to the world. I want I want I want to start out. What was the most embarrassed you ever were? Putting on that NCC uniform. What? Real quick, I want to start with this. So sure. Imagine somebody said, "I play for a basketball team, right? Yep. We we practice in a church, which we also play, play our home games in. Play our home games in the church where they have their services on Sunday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our we have to pick up the chairs before game, put them back after the game. Accurate. Our, our locker room is a Sunday school classroom. Also accurate. Yep. Coach is a volunteer. He, I think he got, oh, got, he got a, a little stipend. stipend. Got a stipend. Okay, a, a small a stipend. Small. Yeah. yeah, a little stipend. Yeah, it's like four and or five. Grand. Coaches did not recruit. Right, but yeah. I, I give you that. What kind of team do you think I play for? A bad one. A, yes. a quite bad one. Right. So, but though, that that all is part of the the right. of what I'm talking about, though. Right. Like, so when we would go to our games, be like, all right, going to a game, and like, I don't know. For me, at least, it didn't register. Like, this is weird that I'm going to a church. That doesn't have a wood floor or a locker room. I'm changing either in a in a handicap stall or I'm just hanging brain in a Sunday school classroom. <laughs> like I would it's usually so weird. We like half the time we would like little kids' drawings on the wall. Yeah, it's like, like Noah's Ark and stuff. And before I wanted to you know take my clothes off in front of people, I would get behind the flamograph. <laughs> So I can put my uniform That's on. That's your privacy yeah. behind the Joseph and the Jonah yes. and everything. Right. And But, like, at the time, it didn't strike me as that odd. I was just like, oh, I'm just getting ready for a game. Yeah. Let's run out to the sport court and exactly. run, in, you know. The showers are in the public bathroom. Yes. At the end of the game, you're showering <laughs> in a like public restroom. Fans from the opposing team that just crushed you are coming into the bathroom and you hear them talking. Like, you're like, hey, <laughs> those guys were terrible. <laughs> You know, they're trying really hard, but they just don't have any talent. We're just sitting down in the shower crying. We're just, yeah, buck naked in the shower weeping I also, because of all of the... I also think, too, it's like we went to the... It's not like we were bad, too. We weren't good sports either about it. Oh, no. We were just, we just terrible. Especially Josh. Oh, man. Josh I do. I hate losing. Josh and Al, I think, were the worst. Yeah. Oh, I... I led the team in technical fouls every year. Oh, I think, I think so, yeah. See, I never, I never got teed up. You were sneaky. I never yeah, got teed up. Sneakier, I right, usually right. my dad, that's, my dad refs, so I usually stay okay. He knew, he I just get mad. You never, you never got teamed up, but the gym wasn't the same quality as it was when we got. Oh there. no, definitely not. Yeah. No, or any no. any sort of any sort of property around the gym oh, or anything. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. like to call Josh the vandal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because he would get mad and then destroy things. I didn't want to hurt people. He tore out every air conditioning <laughs> vent on the van for some reason. That's you that's, know how allegedly. That's not <laughs> You know why I make you come back and pay for that now. You know how cold it gets driving to South Dakota in January, Josh, with no air vents? That heat's just floating around up there. It can't get to us. That's just normal. That's, That's not okay. normal. Our muscles will never recover from the beating you put them it, it through. It was fine. It was fine. Somebody uh, had to pay. Not the vans, man. 
I'm just happy when the fans got us there. Or your teammates. <laughs> in the true. That's true. Josh, I think Josh. I was, was trying like, to bring us together through. We were already suffering, so we just we could suffer more in the van. That's what right. hazing and initiation. <laughs> yes, yes. I think Josh was an abusive boyfriend. I'm I, learning I, this right I, now. I was very upset to us, not to his wife. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this took a real bad turn. This guy it got real dark. dark. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's no, a hotline so, for that. So I'm an upstanding citizen now. I'll so say that's that. how that's how I'm sure Josh hasn't destroyed anything in years. Yes. No. Um, but so that's how Josh took out his frustration. Al would get technicals. Yes. And and I w- I didn't play that much, but when I did, I would foul people really hard. But I would always get a hand on the ball, so I, didn't, I don't think I got any technicals. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. Oh, yeah. uh, and then Doug just, just didn't he care. Didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Which was around. probably the most frustrating thing because out of the four of us, no offense, no, definitely. Doug was the most talented. By far. Mm. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Do we need to have an intervention? Like, no. no, it's fair. It's fair. Uh, Doug was the one that like, probably, if he had ever given a single crap in his entire life, could have played at a play different a level. level. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that was not true of the rest of us. No, I would say that's true. Um, at least not in basketball. Uh, but Dud just, he, he didn't have it in his deep black heart to give a single crap about any of us or the game or the coaching staff. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway. So oh, man. Any, anything anyway. he could have done to contribute, he just didn't. Um, I mean, Doug's one of the better shooters I've ever been around. Yeah, and he, I, I don't think he shot ever, except when he played our coach one on one, just to prove a point that he was better. Than so him. okay, so let me let me set this up a little bit. So, Dud gave um, precisely zero Fs the entire time he played college basketball until. We had one of our coaches, we'll just call him coach for yeah. Uh, yeah. the sake of protecting the innocent. And he always said, every, all year, was like, Dud, if I had to choose between you and JJ Reddick. <laughs> your impersonation is just. I, I choose you, man. <laughs> I choose you, Dud. Yeah. And it's finally, scary. Dud snapped. He's like, no, you should choose JJ Reddick. <laughs> And Doug was just incredibly disrespectful yes. to this coach all year. On the court. Off the court, you liked him. He was a good guy. Yeah. On the court, you were horribly disrespectful. Yes. Um, don't don't shrug your shoulders. Okay. Yeah. It's, you were awful to him. Okay. And finally, the coach snapped and said, What, Doug? You think you're better than me? You think you will play one-on-one? I'll play you one-on-one, Doug. And so he they specifically said, "Do you think you can beat me in one on one?" And Dud said yes. It was the only time he exerted any energy was a the whole year. Fire in Dud's eyes that none of us had ever seen. Nah. Only apparently vengeance and spite can bring yeah. that out in Dud, and it came out in full fuel, it, it full bad. force. And he utterly embarrassed our coach, which of the whole team in front of everyone. Yeah. I think there might might have been civilians there. I don't know. Civilians. Um, and so that is the only time we saw any sort of fire out of Dud. Yes. So maybe maybe it was our coach's fault for not in, inciting vengeance in Dud more often. He wants uh, to defend himself. He is, wants to defend is himself. Is Dud like the I'm, water boy of I'm, this team? I'd really like to interject and defend myself. Sure. But you guys are mostly right. <laughs> I'll, I'll start with that. But if someone does tell me that they are better than me and can beat me, I'll, I'll admit that... that Ignites a little fire in me. Could you have just pretended every team we played against all year was saying that? You know what I'm saying? The water boy thing. It, it, it did. It, 
Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did start a little bit like that, but I feel like your own school doesn't support you enough to believe that you can beat those other teams. We it just, didn't have enough support behind us. You're blaming the fans? No, 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 the school. We, we play in the gym, or we play in a church gym. You're blaming the dean? He's blaming just the entire institution. We have no support behind us. We had to pay for our own gear, basically. Pay for our own gear. It wasn't great. Pay for our own travel stuff. The vans were really messed up. I will say that experience jaded me a little bit on paying college athletes. Like, I know, you know, that's a whole thing. But, man, when you have to live like that for four years of college, it was terrible. Like, you're right. Yeah. Like, the school just, does not do anything for Nothing you. to support. So, uh, yes, I said you guys were mostly right. I did not give uh, any Fs. <laughs> but when the school doesn't either, doesn't stand behind you, then... Right, but it's still, I feel like most people who play sports, like when they step onto a court, the competitive drive takes over, and that was just wholly absent from Doug's personality. And surely somebody on another team said something to you at some point, just to rile you up a little bit. It's One, it's pretty hard to get me riled. And two, <laughs> I'm like, really? it's hard. It's not really? like, it's like, like <laughs> one sentence. <laughs> well, I'm not riled, I just... It's a little hard to get me around in two when you've got players on your team who are, let's just say, on a level where they shouldn't even be at on a court at the lowest level of college basketball. Dud, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> not just talking about people in this room, but we have people that... Are you talking about Easy e Well, there's Easy e Yeah. There's um, Caveman Ragdoll. I don't, I don't know who Caveman Ragdoll <laughs> is. I don't know who that is. Is that Big Bo? No, there was him too. I mean, we can go down Napoleon. the list. Yeah, Napoleon. That's, that's true. There's a lot. We yeah, can go down the list of people that should not have been on the court. And so, how, if I'm going to exert any energy, it's 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 futile. But the thing is, if you had exerted energy, it may not have been futile. Here's the thing: if I had exerted energy, I could have averaged 20 points a game, and we'd lose by 40 points a game. So I mean, instead of 60, that's, that's true. That's that's, that's true. Something is that yeah. worth something? Yes, I mean, it's worth something. Yes, yeah. it's worth twenty. I'm saying game. we step on when us for Jake or Jacob has not played with us at any point <laughs> yet. That's fine. You don't need to. It wouldn't be fun for you anyway, I'm sure. But when we play two on two, like you, Al, me, and Rob, you actually try during when we play sometimes because you want to you want to prove a point generally when you play. Yes, that's yeah. that's true. Yeah, and then when somebody else comes on a stranger, you're like, that's ah, fine. I but guess. that's because I can count on myself and I can count on the other person I'm playing two on two with. But if I'm playing five on five with four or five guys I can play, and then subs who've never played basketball in their life, yeah, yeah. or they did, yeah, but it was in a driveway. Easy E met Bill Walton once. He did. He did. <laughs> a lot of wisdom from that guy. Asked I forgot. Him, I forgot the. What did what he, he ask him? That? He asked him what the most important part about basketball was. Yes. And this actually turned out to be really actually true. At the time, we made fun of him, but <laughs> apparently Bill Walton told Easy e that shooting was the most important part of basketball, and we all laughed at the strange. time. Now I'm like, I think you might have been right. Yeah. I, I think, think Steph he nailed Curry it. proved that point. <laughs> exactly. It turns out. So maybe we should have played Easy e more. Yeah. That should we go true. into the Easy? Let's just go into Easy. Yeah, yeah. he's a good, good topic. Oh man, he's all a right. legend. So man. we had this. We're gonna call him Easy E <laughs> for. Before you go there, I have to ask. Your team did not think shooting was an. Im- or even no, like you, well, you know, I like the thing. you know the standard like oh defense wins championships that kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, but shooting is not the most important aspect of I'm basketball. Sorry, what did you think might have been? 
Well, I don't know. We weren't good. Not playing in a church gym is tough. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But like at the end of the day, like we were a bunch of white guys and Robbie, man. That we is, got, that we is got, the only thing you we can got do. hustle. Was <laughs> the most important thing. Hustle. We just got to hustle. <laughs> That's what white guys do. I and thought Robbie shot the three. Bill Walton is white. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. <laughs> He's like seven three though. I, mean, I don't think something. Bill Walton ever actually said that quote either. That might be true, yeah, but it he sounds super like did you not. just. Rate Easy E over the coals for like so saying something that see, this you guys should have said. Like, this is, this is why you gotta know Easy E. This is why we have to have the Easy E okay, conversation okay. because Doug jumped us I in before we could set up. In the context, my, my, my bad. In the context of who he was as a person, you basically wanted to just write off anything he said anything, ever, anything. Um, yeah. And so that was the we, biggest issue. We all know those people, but this you one don't seems know like Easy E. I know, but I mean, I'm just saying like. I feel like at some point you guys should have been in your guys' own room and been like, maybe that wasn't the dumbest thing this guy's ever said. See, we did later. We were like, you know, shooting's not the worst. But also we were like, he never freaking met Bill Wall. But wasn't no, it, yeah. wasn't okay, the okay. story he met him in a bathroom stall? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm back out. It was something It was something like that. It wasn't even yeah. so much shooting because then we drew the cartoon. It was unclear to me if they were in the same stall. He was at a Notre Dame basketball game. If, yes! yes and Bill go. Walton was there! Yes. Or it's all coming back or to me. Or Bill Walton <laughs> knew that Easy was in the stall when he walked in. <laughs> and they met, yeah. and it was unclear. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, go, man, go ahead. I'll tell you something. I mean, I just, I have, that one really struck a chord. We're okay. we done shaking it off, young man. I got something to tell you. <laughs> so, all right, so Easy E was a horrible human being. Yeah. Uh, and was just a degenerate liar, I guess. Lied about literally everything. And had a story for everything. Yes. Yeah. He, was, he was like a one-upper and a liar. All wrapped into one. So, I mean, the one-uppers are bad enough, but if they're telling the truth, it's hard to, like, get that mad at them because it's like, okay, you're better than me, whatever. Yeah. Um, he wanted to be that person, but he wasn't, mm-hmm. so he just lied about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and, you know, if you got kids listening, earmuffs. <laughs> at one point he said, my dick used to be way bigger until I took all that creatine, <laughs> which is not a thing. How did I forget That's that? not a thing. <laughs> I, I forgot all Creatine that. Creatine is though. not known to have you that effect. T- you guys didn't talk about this at Meathead Monday. I uh, had. Side effects. I never heard <laughs> side effects. Because <laughs> it's not a side effect of creatine. I've read a lot I, of PubMed articles I, I, on creatine. That's not on the list. Oh, man. I forgot about that quote. That's, um, that's lights out. I think my favorite oh. easy story is the bench press challenge. Yeah, definitely. Yes. definitely. Um, one of the so top ones. We were on, <laughs> we were on a... We're on a road trip, and he was not a strong individual. No. Was not real familiar with a weight room. And we were, for some reason, talking about benching and how much people could bench. Like guys do. Yeah, Yeah. especially when I'm in the room, because I like that. Uh, Somehow I always manage to make it about that, because that's the one thing I have. (laughs) It's either about how awesome my beard is. (laughs) <laughs> or how much we can bench. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Easy e wanted everyone to know that he could bench 242 pounds. Very specific number. Very yes. specific number. Now, maybe he was benching in kilos, in which case that number would make sense. <laughs> I doubt that, highly. Uh, Grand Island, I don't think, is real uh, a real early adopter of the metric system. Mm-hmm. Okay? So Easy e tells us he can bench 242 pounds. And we're like, okay, well... We'll give you how long did we give him? Like sixty days? So we did this in January and we gave him until the end of the year. It was like it's almost ninety days. Yeah, it was it was yeah. a long it was almost we the gave him year. like three or four months. We're like, okay, if you can bench uh two hundred and forty two pounds, 
I think we lowered it too, didn't we? Didn't we lower it to we like two twenty five or we something? We just made two forty. Two forty. Okay. Something that you actually put on. The yeah, bar. something yes. that you can put on a normal bar without living in the Eastern Bloc. And <laughs> so we all put money in a pool, and I think we got we got up to like eighty bucks or something. Yeah. We were in college, so we weren't like rolling in it, but we got to like eighty dollars. That if he could do this by the end of the school year. He would get the eighty dollars, and we would all look stupid. Yeah, we actually wrote up a contract. We wrote an actual contract. May not have been legally binding, but we did our best. Didn't have any paralegals in the group, so we, we worked with what we could. There's a lot of witnesses there, though. A lot of witnesses. A lot of people it signed held. it. It would have held think, in court. I think it would have held up. I really yeah. do. And if he didn't do it, then we got to shave his head. Yeah. How long was it? It was the next day. That same night. It wasn't even same the, night. It was the same day. The same night he comes to us and says. I'm sorry, guys. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and you shaved his head that night. Yep. Uh, didn't we leave like a Doc Gooden patch on the back of his head? Yeah. He had, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We had it right in the back of the head. Oh no! What was it? Not Doc Gooden. What was the Drew? Drew Gooden. Yeah. yeah. Drew Gooden left the like reverse soul patch yeah. on the back. Yeah. Of his it head. wasn't. It wasn't on the back. Like Drew's was on, almost on his. I got his back almost. Everett's was like on the very like the top. <laughs> it's of like where a top knot would go, but yeah. he didn't have the knot. He just had the like landing strip for the knot. Yeah, I don't think he knew it was there. No, he didn't either. We did a part where like when you have a shaved head, you feel like the top of your head yeah. generally, and maybe the back. The part where he would, he did not feel it. Oh, and yeah. he had like the genie ponytail too. A yeah, bit. yeah, and yeah, he walked into the gym. He went to the game like that without that, knowing. We had a game that night. Yeah, without oh, knowing yeah. that and the no, hair was like no, that. Yeah, he did not know. No, no clue. That so, and before like you that. feel bad for this individual, at one point, don't feel bad. We were at Sudoba, and I don't even remember what I was saying. He looks at me and he says, mm. "Shut your dirty Indian mouth." <laughs> And I didn't murder him, so anything he had after that, I feel like he had coming. Yeah, yeah. I did grab his face and shake it, and just said that was a mistake, and I slapped him as hard as like I could, a, like a dog. Like you just, yeah. Got I was like, I like booped no. him on the nose like a dog. Like, bad easy e, bad easy e. Um, because you only punch someone that's actually a man, and so I didn't feel like that was appropriate. Um, <laughs> I forget about that. I don't know. Oh, I forgot so bad. I forgot about um, that. Rob was I've had hate great self-control. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could have murdered him. I thought that he was night. going to. Yeah. I, I it's a testament to my self-control that I'm yeah. not in prison right now. Yeah, he had so many moments like that. I was trying to look up on my Facebook a second ago. I used to like I wrote yeah. Facebook you could have quotes on your Facebook. Yeah. I put did. so many quotes yeah, on there. I remember but I think that. now that I'm a pastor at a church, I have I to think delete you deleted that kind of a stuff. lot of those, yeah. Uh, it was very inappropriate. Some I think the best Easy E story was when we were playing at Grace University. Mm-hmm. We had an actual gym, which Jake will get to you in a second, because that's where you played. Um, and technically it was the same level of competition that we played at NCC. Uh, but it was a very different experience. So we'll get to you in a second. But Easy was at this. He was on the bench as he always was, and he started shaking and crying at the end of the bench in the middle of the first half of a game. And our coach, very leans, similarly to a Caesar, a Caesar, a Caesar like salad. A salad? Croutons or no? Uh, Did Caesar live here? (laughs) Is this the actual Caesar's Palace? Do you mean seizure? A seizure. Seizure. Ah. Seizure. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, seizure salad. It did look a lot like a seizure. Seizure. Um, And our coach kind of leans to us and and goes, what's wrong with Eazy-E? And we all kind of look down and we're like, I don't know. He looks like Easy E because he was a weirdo, and we didn't care if he was having a seizure. We certainly weren't going to do anything about it. 
Um, and so one of us goes down and, and is like, hey, hey, bud, what's, what's going on? And he, in, in very broken words, as he's very obviously fake shaking, uh, says, my ex-girlfriend is here. <laughs> Basically, he saw his ex-girlfriend that he dated for like six weeks in the stands. It's upsetting for him. And it just shook very him to his very yeah, core. Yeah, yeah. This was like two minutes before yeah. halftime. He runs to the locker room in full uniform, sits in the shower with water running over him. <laughs> the team manager comes out just laughing after having witnessed what happened here. Um, he was faking the entire thing. He didn't have seizures. Oh, yeah. He was just trying to be dramatic and be the center of attention. Um, it was a very, it was one of the most bizarre, that's the only word for right. it, yeah. things that we ever I, witnessed. I think the only one he had fooled was Coach. I think Coach kind of bought it for a little bit. That's because yeah. he was trying to coach a game oh. and just saw someone shaking on yep. his bench. Yeah. He was not like didn't have his full attention to Easy e and we're yeah. just like, oh my, come on, dude, yeah. knock it off. If only NCC had a drama club. He would have been bad at that, too. That's who he is as a person. <laughs> not, I mean, I think last I knew he was working at a high V. He wasn't good at that. Just not, you know, he's not a successful human being. Oh, the best part, though, at the end of the game, I mean, we were getting killed by, like, I don't know, 30, 40 points. I, was, I think we kept that one under 40. Oh, was that under 40? I think it was game for us. But he, like, he goes, he gets up off the bench and goes down to coach, and he grabs coach by, like, the shirt, and he says, coach, put me in. I gotta prove something. <laughs> like he was gonna win his girlfriend back. Positive. That was the entire point oh, of yeah. the all of the stunt. Oh, yeah. I think his entire point was to set up this giant like put me in for two minutes so I can airball three three pointers and get my girl back. Which let me tell you, she looked like the Green Goblin. You weren't missing missing much, my guy. All right. <laughs> Uh, but she will rename, remain nameless because I'm sure she has people in her life at this point. But anyway, so that's easy. Yeah. So when we tell you that he said that Bill Walton met him in a stall at a Notre Dame basketball game once and told him that shooting was the meaning of life, while I may believe that in a vacuum, I do not believe that when it comes from that source. Yeah, no. yeah it's fair too. You know what I mean? So, Jake, I want you to hop in here on your Grace University experience. Based on what we've said so far, what are the biggest differences that you're noticing between your time playing college basketball at, quote-unquote, the same level as our experiences? <clears throat> wow. Um, <laughs> where to uh, begin? Um, I would say um, one of the biggest differences, obviously, is the facilities. You um, had them. We had yeah. them. And that's, and that's not to say that you can't. Do things without having your very own facility. There's it's a really, lot of schools at that level that have to find it's really hard other work. avenues. Um, but it's very difficult. And I was fortunate. I played one year that would be consistent with that level. And then my next three years were kind of on the upswing towards trying to advance that program to, the, to a level up. So we had people that were actively trying to grow the program versus – you said coaches that didn't necessarily recruit, and you just were kind of picking up guys that were there. Not didn't necessarily recruit. I was literally told by one of our coaches. <laughs> I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, 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 no. Listen, I was told this quote. This is a quote. I said, Coach, did we recruit any new players this year? And he goes, no, I think God will bring me the players he wants me to have. Hmm. <laughs> it's always good. Mm-hmm. 
That's not like a super way to... I mean, Tom Osborne freaking recruited, and he's like a saint here, so maybe we make a couple phone calls, You're, coach. you're saying Steve Kerr doesn't have the same method of coaching? I, well, I mean, I don't think so, no. <laughs> okay, just want to make sure. I know can... Bill Self doesn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. Uh, well, he's the devil. So. Uh <clears throat> yeah, so I think those. I mean, I think that's the biggest difference is just you know the the outlook that our school shared at the time of athletics and, and specifically men's basketball. Like we were given more opportunity in that sense because they wanted something more of us. It wasn't a intramural sport. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa bud! We, we had an intramural wow. league as well. Yeah. Hey, because it was intramural. Travel. Oh my You gosh. paid for gear. You well, didn't recruit players. You know what? We've met you like twice, and this is enough. I mean, this is I, are, we, are we going to insult me? Insult and we almost beat the intramural team, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, done. <laughs> Come on. I know there were intramurals because my freshman year, I played both on the team and in intramurals. Exactly. Both. That's how you got better. That's how you got practice. <laughs> to be clear. I got buckets in intramurals. <laughs> intramurals was harsh. Uh, but it was worth the laugh for me. No, uh, no, man. I, I want to hear more about where you guys grew your program. You know, where's it at today? Yeah, tell us about that. How's that That's going? going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. Give us an update on Grace yes. Basketball. Oh, where's that? That's Whoa. funny. That's weird because Grace University no longer exists. That is unrelated to the basketball. Our school's actually here. It's actually not unrelated. It's it's there's there's a lot there. It's actually directly related. What do you tell people when you show them your diploma? I promise it's real. This is part of the Omaha Public School System. That's what you tell It them. is now, actually. Yeah, it's like, That's why I had to hurry up and get the master's while someone was still taking those credits. <laughs> Good job, Al. No, that was, that was excellent. So, for anybody who's not aware, Grace University doesn't exist anymore. So, that was a bit of a burn there. I think it technically exists in a trust. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I believe actually there, there's a because nobody else can use the name. Somebody, some dad somewhere wanted thought he was just gonna restart it, and there's like documents where he can't actually use that name. Like is it a homeschool dad? It feels like a homeschool dad mood. Um, it is. But you relax. It exists in. <laughs> oh, no, we have one of the one of the holy in the room. <laughs> I was homeschooled, man. What the uh, what they do with like the championship banner? I know you guys won some championships. What they do with all the championship yeah, banners? Yeah, um, uh, alumni, current staff. They didn't go on the liquidation, um, so which is we're able to. I think Willie just stole them all. To be honest, yeah, he, <laughs> was the athletic director at the time? Is he using those to like sleep in, like out on the street, or <laughs> just like a blanket for him now? <laughs> athletic directors moved on. Um, very successful. Actually. He was. He had the he had the foresight to leave the school. Before it closed, good for him. Yeah, and I followed him. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he had a little more vision for what uh, was going on there. Um, those of us on the inside saw the decay happening earlier than most. Yeah, that's. I don't want to say too much. I know a lot of privileged information. I guess I don't feel like throwing anybody under the bus here. So I'm gonna uh, keep you're quiet better. You're that. better than all of us. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, I was uh, vice president. You know, oh, okay. Um, I I don't student body association. I don't feel I don't feel that uh, obligation. So I'm gonna go and throw it out That's there. Weird. He was a vice president. I it was, was all Bosley's fault. I was a president. president. I was a hair guy of what the homeschool. No, <laughs> of my student body at home. 
<laughs> my yes. mom voted me vice president. I just said she loved me still. All my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, Impressed. if you ever needed to get Josh riled up, we knew for Dudge you had to tell him you were better than he was. For Josh, you just had to say you wanted to date his sister or his mom. Yeah. Yes. And that would just that go from zero to eleven, just like that. Nope. Why why? Why? <laughs> You know what? It's all good. <laughs> We're all friends still. How dare you? I still think Al and Julie would have made a beautiful couple. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> let's, let's go back to Grace real quick because let's yeah. not feel too bad that Grace did everything they could to stay open and it just fell apart. That's not what happened. No, I mean, okay, so there was an individual. That's who, correct. Uh, well, actually, he doesn't need to remain nameless. Yeah, that's He's Bosley, a bad person. He's a bad person. Um, was oh basically running the athletic department and ran up huge debts and was like, hey, no, this is how you grow the school. It's like, yeah, the school is I like to throw out, like, he was running the athletic department because he decided he was, not because he was actually given permission well, to Well, because he so. was like the president's best friend. Basically. Yeah, and he was supposed to be there to help. Like get, a special assistant. Yeah, he was unquote. supposed to like be like a, a face because he played in Major League Baseball and coached in Major League Baseball, and he was supposed to help build donors and recruits and things like that. He wasn't actually supposed to run anything, and he just started telling people he was, without telling the president that he was going to go ahead and do that. And so there was a lot of uh, president shady didn't stuff. have a lot of what we have to call backbone <laughs> in order to stop it. So he just kept submitting budgets, saying, "Hey." You know, this is the money we're going to bring in this year. They never brought in the money, but they spent it anyway. And all of a sudden, you're several million dollars in the hole, and that's how you run a school into the ground. Yep. Bingo, bango, bongo. Yeah, happens pretty quick. <laughs> it does. It was like four years. But it could happen to anybody. Anybody <laughs> that hires Thad Bosley, that's correct. Could happen to anybody. I wouldn't put him in charge of a budget. Let's just put it that way. And I feel okay saying that because oh, he basically ran an Three entire... Three work in the financial sector, and it seems He like ran an entire institution <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> So that's hard to do. Yeah. Had I know the CFO job of Grace University was open, I probably would have applied. Because I think I could have done a better job. I mean, a trained monkey could have done a better job than the board that was trying to balance that budget. Right. Because they basically were just like, yep, keep on spending, Thad. Right. And that did not, that was not the key. That was right. not the cure. It was so RIP to Grace. Poor you out for All our right. homies. I got my bird in. You know, Jake, tell us about Grace. winning. I want to hear about winning at a basketball program. Come on. <laughs> Unfortunately, he actually came in at a bad time at Grace, too. Oh, well, we were trying to <laughs> Oh, Ooh, Mr. Intermural joke. I mean, they still got, like, double-digit wins every year, so. Yeah, yeah. we were trying to, like, move the program. We ended so up playing before, at various levels. Before so Jake got there. Tough losses. Before there. Jake got okay. there, I was coaching there. Well, I was coaching the entire time. You know, quote-unquote coaching. Um, but we won three straight regional championships at the level we were at. And then we moved up to the next level Correct. in that competition. And so the transition was a little harder. It was, yeah. So that was my um, been my sophomore, sophomore year, year yeah. that we won our last. Third. We won our third. And after that, we transitioned, transitioned to moving up. And that's where, I mean, we would beat, we continued to beat all the teams that were at that other level. Um, and that junior year, my junior year, we did not do very well against the next level up. Um, and then my senior year, we started to win a few of those games, but still struggled and continued to add tougher schools at that next level also. So that was the other part is we had a we had a very tough schedule for the talent that we had. Like that senior class was – it's a lot like when Creighton transitioned from the Missouri, the Missouri Valley, Valley yeah. into the Big East. Once you lose 
one of those top guys that gets you there. Basically, uh, once you lose Doug, all you've got is a bunch of Missouri Valley players trying to play playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, and I mean, it, it's tough. Yeah. And that's kind of where we were at. We lost, I mean, no, nobody's good as Doug, uh, obviously, or even at the relative level. But we lost somebody that was making us better, and then we were a bunch of guys that weren't, we had a bunch of guys that weren't necessarily recruited to play at the level we were at. So it was a tough go. But we did get some of those wins. I mean, we knocked off a Nebraska Wesleyan team who the next year won the national won, won title. title. Yeah. Um, so we, I mean, we competed with some schools. It's more of an inconsistency. You couldn't, yeah, we didn't, didn't have the talent level to consistently perform. Correct. And especially with our, with our schedule the way it was, we were up and down with, we were playing some of those lower level schools and getting away with some poor decisions and execution, execution mistakes. And then we'd go play a tough school who we should have competed with, but we were coming off of thinking we could do a lot more than we could. So. Uh, it was just a tough go. Josh, looks like you have some notes. Why? Did, I, well, I just, there, you know, you give some talking points. Yeah. So, is, what would you? Up. What would you like to? I don't. I just. You, it looked like you put some work in. What do we? I, have? I put a few things in because I was. Well, I was waiting for you to bring up the coaching decisions at some point because mm. I do feel like okay. Those so have what to come up at some? Yeah. Point. So we've brought up coaching a little bit here, and one of the the thing that I had in mind specifically was, and I don't know if this was off of like Coach <clears throat> Carter or what it was, but. <laughs> Um, one of our coaches, who shall rena- remain nameless, uh, at one point turned off all the lights in the gym yep. and made us practice in the dark because he thought it would improve our communication. couple problems here. <laughs> Number one, no matter how good you communicate... If you're in the dark, you can't see the damn ball. Okay. I can't remember. Did any of us actually get hit in the head? Because I was definitely hit in the head, but I definitely jammed a finger. Yeah. And I was real upset about that. I was on the end with a little bit of light. So that's the other thing I want to say is half of the gym had a window to the outside, and we were practicing in mid-afternoon. Yeah. Large window. So half of the court was fairly well lit. So if you were on that half of the court, you were good. You were neither having to communicate nor were you having to play in the dark. You were just playing in like a dimly lit area, which turns out doesn't really affect anything. Um, fine. Yeah, <laughs> Al did just fine. His fingers came out intact. I have a condition now called trigger finger, yeah, because um, of all the jammed fingers, and I blame the the dark practice for at least a little bit of that. Um, and so, to me, that was the worst coaching decision I've ever seen made, just ever. In human history, I'm trying to remember the one. Oh, do, you, do you remember the broom? Really? The broom. Oh, yeah. the broom. So, yeah, you know, you do the classic thing where you're shooting a shot, and the coach wants to use a broom, so you get the arch on the shot, right? <laughs> you get some arc behind it. Only our coach was really tall. He was six going, foot seven. Yeah, he's probably like six. You think he was six seven, six, six five? Six. Yeah, he's tall, and then he was using a push broom and would literally put it up. You'd have to shoot like, and 18. he would stand really close to you. <laughs> really yeah, close. you'd have to shoot twenty five feet in the air, like instantly, <laughs> right away. So you just had to throw up these like moon shots. Skyball. So not like a real effective no, use like, of the broom. That was a good one. I, yeah. I was just like, uh, this doesn't seem to work for me at all. It did. I don't think it was. I don't I think, think it helped improve our shots. I think we did make a fun game out of it, though. Yeah. Even though it was a drill. It kind of turned into just our own fun game. I mean, I think the effort's there, though. Like, there's some yeah, poor execution, but your coach is putting forth, like, quality effort. <laughs> no, he's a, good, he's a good person. No. And I think he tried execution. really hard. I don't know that his, you, all of his ideas worked. No, I think that if you Google, like, middle school practice ideas. I think middle school practice ideas. I think some of these pop up. Middle school practice ideas. And you said some of these guys have never played before. And that's I mean, the they point. want to start them. That's, that's the true. point. Yeah. A lot yeah. of it was a lot closer to middle school. What did you have besides? Did you have something besides the broom? 
No, the, the lights out was always a good one. Oh, too. man. Yeah. Did I'm you guys do that regularly? Regularly, or was that like No, a that happened one time because there was oh, almost man. a mutiny. We yeah. freaked out at him. Yeah. yeah. It was what we did. We lost it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It was upsetting. I'm hoping the listeners are starting to understand why I didn't care as much as you guys liked. Because I think still... you're painting a very beautiful picture of why I did not. But here's care. the thing. I mean, I get that it, it everything turned out poorly, but like it, I feel like everybody else put forth at least a little bit of effort. Here's the That's thing: fair. That's once, true. That's once fair. you That's stepped true. onto the floor, no matter how mad you were, no matter how bad the coaching was, once you stepped onto a floor for a game, no matter how much you were going to lose by. It was hard for the rest of us to not still put forth our best effort. Hey, you had something. You had something to prove. The guys at the end of your bench had something to prove, and you did. <laughs> That's fair. Very immature. Oh, yeah. Easy E had something to prove. That's he was going to win his girl back. <laughs> uh, it didn't work out. They did not get back. They did not get back. By the way, that's all right. That's mm-hmm. probably for the best for everyone involved. But Jake, Jake did you guys have a weight room at Grinch? Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, we, we had a closet. We had a closet. We had a closet. In which there was a bench press. Our weight room yes. was a lot closer to a closet than a weight room. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. I get that. I know it's better than yours, but it's not a good weight room. Like people need. A, this was, and okay. this was three generation hand me down equipment. It was old equipment, but you had, in the Grace weight room there was three racks. Yep. There was no. Yes, there of was. What? There were two racks. There was two squat racks. There was two squat racks. There were that were shaky at best. Did you ever drop anything on yourself? Me? No, because I'm strong enough not to. Okay, well. <laughs> okay, brag up. Yeah. Ooh, he wasn't lifting enough. <laughs> All right, mister, I never bent to 225 until I met Robbie. Um, no, I, that was the most. <laughs> never bent more than 225 until you met me. Um, I mean, it was, they had two bench presses, they had two squat racks, there was a leg sled machine that broke after a couple years, but it, it That was, was wildly It was still there. Um, they had several machines. They had a full rack of dumbbells. You could put plates on up to like, uh, they had five plates in there, five sets of plates in there. You couldn't bench more than basically like 275 in the in the NCC weight room. I mean, I get that. Wait, I just don't like, it. I mean. And did your so coaches cool. like encourage you? Did they come up with like weightlifting plans, right? Oh, yeah. like, do you know what, what our coaches did? <laughs> they, had us, they had us do wall sits for eight minutes at the end of practice. That was weightlifting. Well, that was it. Well, our weight room was basically BYOD. Just bring your own dumbbells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. To the closet. There was, I never heard a coach the entire time we were there say, go work out. Go do the weight room. No, that was go me the weight. entire time. Oh, yeah. I was like, guys, we need to go work out. Yeah. Hey, guys, let's go work out. Yeah. And Al did a pretty good job of motivating me to get into the weight room. Yeah, because I was maybe I was like, us three. I was like, Al, let's go work out. And then I was like, hey, Dad, come work out with yeah. us. And that was about Josh it. was like, I'm just going to break something. <laughs> Josh was like, I, I had already taken out the physical energy. I'm like, I didn't like Josh, else. please don't come. We want the few things in here that They didn't work. want the dumbbells <laughs> outside <laughs> through a window well, at some they point. broke in a window or anything. Yeah. So. Plus, you couldn't fit four people in there. So. That's, yeah. true. That's, That's true. That's true. That's accurate. We all four yeah, When there was three people in there, it, it turned into a hot box. Right? I was going to say, it smelled like the inside of an orangutan cage. Like, oh my gosh, what happened here? I mean, that's basically what my bathroom smelled like in high school college anyway, so... We're not going to talk about your bathroom. Oh, shout, out, shout out to Becky for cleaning that thing. Yeah. Really appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's bad. Wow. Not great. If you heard my podcast with Evan on Friday, his now wife cleaned my bathroom, and that thing was a... I was like Chernobyl, yeah. ground zero. Like, really appreciate her for that, so... She's a good lady. Shout out to Becky. You right. found a good one there, Ev. Uh, but anyway... So that was any other anybody else have coaching decisions that found just 
I mean, the rotation was weird. I mean, yeah. I would go from games where I well, started to ten games where I just wouldn't play at all in I, the same week, which was hard to prepare for. <laughs> it if might I'm be worth our time to talk about the van situation, I think. Like so we what? We took a, a 15 passenger, <laughs> like 1992 Ford, yeah. Ford Eco van. Talk about that. I, I thought that was like a normal thing for like. I thought that was normal. Like, Man, this is great. We'll get this van to get in here, and then I'd see people pull up in a bus. And like, or like a shuttle. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> or like an airport yeah. shuttle. And usually one of the players was driving. Oh, no, oh, always. Yeah. Always, always one of the players the was driving. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's not ideal. That's not ideal. I mean, the van thing is. Depending on where you're that's at, though, that, that, that's that's not that's not terribly uncommon. uncommon. Yeah, and it's most of them were not torn apart by their own players. But <laughs> I think that's what hurt you. But allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> most of them have the logo on the side. Of the logo's nice. True. It's nice Ours is like a Korean church or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's saying, no, no, no church anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new girl episode. That's where you stole it. Or no, it's not uh, the office. office. You stole that yeah. from. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just not it's even a, a real paper joke. company now. It's, yeah. Paper company. Yeah, no Korean church. She, she gets I'm not sure that, that we didn't really get one from a Korean church. I don't know if we did or not, but um, I know we had our maintenance guy working on those things every time we took a road oh, trip. What was that guy's Stoney. name? Stony. Stony. Yeah, he's out there with his little wrench trying to make sure our vans didn't fall apart I don't before we got think to. Think he had any skills? Actually, I think he was just watching YouTube videos. Maybe that's not true. Actually, he was in the Air Force. He used to work on airplanes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then he worked at. He's like overqualified. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was like yard work. He wasn't good at or something. Yeah, he was There's very bad at yard He was work. really bad. At. He was pretty good with with engines because he worked at he worked on like uh, not the Air Force One, but the plane that refuels Air Force One in midair. Mm-hmm. He worked on those planes, and then he worked at one of the auto shops around town for like twenty years. Gosh, you have a random memory. Like, how do you hold all this stuff? In I there? don't know. He helped me put an alternator in my first <laughs> Jeep, so we talked a lot because that mm-hmm. took like six hours. So me and Stoney got pretty tight there. For that's different than Evan Stone. This is a different yeah, Stoney. different Stoney. Uh, Weird times. Yeah, it was strange. What? But what was our average budget we got for meals on those trips? Like it was seven dollars. It I felt think. low. Yeah, that's so, about right though for the time. Like I mean, you could barely get a subway footlong for that. Yeah, right? but that's about what that's a. Is that what you guys were getting? You think? Like, yeah, I mean, okay, it depended too. Well, like, the Bosley area was like well, three yeah, times but, but even <laughs> no, 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 hundred dollar per diem. No, because a lot of times it was a lot of times surf the, and turf. Yeah, I mean, I played a few years after you guys. A lot of times it was like a ten-ish for dinner and like a seven-ish for lunch. So we would do Ours like, was like a, a seven for the day. Yeah, we didn't yeah. get too many. Okay, so if we were on the road Split all day, we meals. would hit up like the subway at lunch and. Uh, play and then we would go get a dinner and a lot of times that was like ten bucks and we would hit up like Applebee's to go and do a lot of two for twenty stuff. Wow, Applebee's, Applebee's to go. Oh, oh, we, we did a double cheeseburger and split it in half. That was <laughs> so, it was like, all right, here's this half for lunch, this half for dinner. Josh used to have to mama bird the big bats yeah. into my mouth. So that was effective. Segues into the game story I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Which one was that? So, oh man. After every game, we're obviously hungry because we had already used our seven dollar per diem. <laughs> yeah. Yep. For the day. Yep. And so we're at a hotel, and Josh and I are hungry <laughs> at like 10 o'clock at night. Sure. Right? Like a as, normal yeah. college As, as young, growing yeah. boys tend to be. Yeah. I still feel that way. <laughs> so really the only You're growing in the wrong direction now, Josh. <laughs> with the only vehicle available being our You were on, the, on the road. Right, right. On the road, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And no restaurants within our vicinity that we could walk No walking to. distance. No. <clears throat> we decide to... 
come up with a plan to take the van to go get some food, right? Which you would think, as, you know, most of the time the students had to drive the vans anyway, not that big of a deal. Right. It feels yeah. like a big deal. <laughs> I mean, it was only select people, because you had to be on the insurance. For the, yeah. For the the insurance. To be clear, they were not on the insurance. No. And no. So there's some formalities there. <laughs> but Technicalities. Yeah, technicalities. Yeah, it just doesn't... Caesar salad. I mean, <laughs> Caesar, Caesar. So, me having a medical condition, I can always fall back on the, well, I forgot my medicine in the van, or I need this, or I need that, and so we go. You can fall back on lying. I mean, but convincing lying. I was say, it'd be better than me being like, oh, I forgot my sh- shoe in yeah. the van. And <laughs> I need it now. Yeah. God has cystic fibrosis. It's almost a life or death case. situation. So, Just you have a medical condition. Don't even explain it. Well, geez. yeah, there you go. Thank you. He's uh, not dying. Well, I mean, maybe. Thanks, <laughs> We're all dying. That's true. That's it's true. got dark again. <laughs> Just a lot sooner than most of you. That's why it's part of Doug's backstory. Why he doesn't uh, feel very. Why he doesn't give an f about anything. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Anyway, so we go to the player who was driving the van, who was on the insurance plan, who had the keys to get the keys from him, so we could go get some food. All I had to say was, "Hey, man, left my medicine in the van. I need to take it before I go to bed. This is life or death situation here." Hands over the keys, bing, bang, boom, we walk down to the van. To be fair, you probably oversold it to what you needed for JJ. Oh, absolutely. That you didn't probably didn't have to go life or death on it. You'd be like, hey, man, I need to get some other van. Yeah, that's true. Okay, guys. <laughs> so we grab the keys, hop in the van. Where did we go? Sonic. Sonic? Yeah. We went to Sonic. That's okay. probably, we're in the middle of Barclay, Kansas, probably. <laughs> There's true. nothing around. That's true. So we drive through Sonic, grab some food. Kansas is like the Sonic, like, yeah. Yeah. And, up. And let me feels like it. preface with this, too. We took the van to go get some food, right? So as college male athletes, that's all we did. It wasn't like we went nope. to a party. We went, yeah, that was about alcohol. didn't go to a strip club. Nope, nope. nothing we like that. We went to Sonic and got some cheese. Rebels. Right? Yep. Come back. Living on the edge. Think, give the keys back to the player. Think everything's fine. Go to bed. Wake up the next morning. We meet in the van to head off to the game. But you guys are idiots. And it gets real quiet. Awkward <laughs> quick. Real quiet as soon as we get in the van. And our head coach says, Hey, so I found something interesting when I got in the van, and he pulls up a receipt from the night before. From and Sonic. And I'm still not convinced that he actually saw a receipt, picked it up, looked at the time. So I'm thinking there was a little bit of did somebody told you off? Uh, maybe. I'm yeah. not sure. I can't prove it. Also, to be clear, it was not me who left the receipt in there either. Also, definitely. to be clear, stitches I, get stitches. It definitely was yeah. not me. Yeah. It definitely was not me. So who know, really knows how the receipt got <laughs> or or who found it. But anyway, the coach had it, saw the time, so knew somebody took the van out late the night before, got some food. and I Did not get strippers. So no. I think... Oh, he was mad. So yeah, he said... Basically, whoever did this needs to confess right now. <laughs> awkward silence. Awkward you were, silence. You were, you were the good so man. So then I was like, You're a good let's man. see here. <laughs> um, our team is awful. There's really, we have seven players, so there's really not a lot of consequences for what can happen. So I just thought, yeah, it was me. Raise my hand. I did it. And I don't think Josh <laughs> No, I eventually fessed up to it. Because, do you not remember, he got out and left. 
Seven years later. Now on the podcast. No, no. <laughs> I remember because our, our extremely terrible punishment was we, right. did, we didn't get to start the we game did. that we were on the way to, and we went in literally two and a half minutes. Out of <laughs> it was like, all right, you guys are going to start. All right, get in there now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously kind of, you learned your lesson. Having seven players, yeah, we didn't get to start. Three minutes later, we're in the game. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of my thinking with, you know what, I'm just going to fess up because I'm not sure what can actually happen here. Nothing. nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. Yeah. So worth it, I yeah. think, in the end. So that was, that's that's the, I guess, level of, I guess, organization and, and uh, accountability that we had in the program. So that was good. I think the thing that we really have to get to is the William Penn game, Ooh, yeah. which Josh wasn't present I for. I was going to say, I wasn't okay. there yet. Allegedly. This no, just for you. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's not that. I'm, so there was a couple things I want to bring up here. Number one, William Penn was really good at basketball, and we were not, obviously. A lot of talented players. Really, really talented players. They had like 30 guys on their team, so they had like a JV team. Yeah. And... They were a lot better than us, and basically we lost, was it 94? Lost by 94? Yeah. 96? Yeah. 94? Right. 94. Lost by 94. Yeah. 125 to 34, I think. That's not, that's 99. 99? 120? That's 89. No. 120, what? 125 to 34? It's not 99. It's 89. Yeah. It's not quite there. Though. It was like 124 to 38. Does the number matter mm. at this point? We so lost by 94. 94, yeah, it's, like, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and so the, but I, what I want to reiterate to people is it wasn't even that close. I mean, we probably should have, if they had, it's not like they were like full court pressing us the whole game and, you know, getting shots up real quick in the shot. They could have won that game by 150. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they had really wanted to. Wanted. I thought their sportsmanship was incredible, to yeah. be clear. Mm-hmm. They got subs in really early. Mm-hmm. The JV team played like the entire second half. Mm-hmm. I thought they were more than gracious, and we lost by 94. Mm-hmm. What a lot of you don't know about that occasion is that's also my most embarrassing, not because of the 45 ain't no hoopa thing. That wasn't, so basically. That was a good line. That it was. was. So the, the student section. I like to have a little drip, what they call these days. Swag. A little swag. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had the shooter sleeve, had some armbands, a little headband action. Uh, I felt pretty good about it. Yeah, you're, um, you're like uh, Jason Williams out there. Yeah, right? you know, yeah. I was wearing a lot of gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fans at William Penn made sure to let me know that I was not a hooper in their opinion. Very okay. loudly. And frequently. Basically the entire <laughs> basically the entire game. Forty five, you ain't no hoopa. That was I was number forty five and very their, hurt, very hurtful. To, you know, it it's it still bothers me. Uh, but what what you guys don't know, I don't think I ever told you guys this, is a girl from my high school was on their cheerleading squad. Ooh. And when I came Ooh. out, I made eye contact with her, and she made <laughs> eye contact with me, and then we just pretended like we didn't know each other. Mm. The rest of the evening, because I knew it was going to go really badly. Yes. She yeah. probably didn't know, but by the time I would have caught up with her again, I really did not want to speak any words with her. So um, that was probably my most embarrassing, because most of the time, these losses and the just general clusterness of what our program was, was confined to people within the team. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of public exposure to this. Yeah. But when somebody actually from the outside 
witness something like that, it's like, oh, this one's tough to explain. Yeah. Yeah. This is hard to figure out here. So that's probably my most embarrassing moment. Um, That's a good one. The other thing I want to talk about with the William Penn story is our coach went out before the game, and I know Doug remembers this. Before the game, he's like, guys, I know they're, they're lightning quick and they're lightning fast, but don't be scared of them. We're like, okay, coach, sure, we're going to go out there and try our best. Dud and I walk out as soon as they're doing warm-ups. Some guy throws himself an alley-oop off the backboard and slams it home. Windmill. Windmill slams it home. Zero effort. Mm-hmm. And Dud and I just stop and look at each other. And just in all genuineness, just, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm very scared. And I think that's an accurate representation of how we played. Yeah. Al, it looks like you have something to like, add. Was that the game where we came in at halftime? Or was it a different game? But coach, you know which coach I'm talking about, yep. was like, guys, I don't care what the score is. We can make a comeback right here, right now. And didn't like Doug kind of laugh at him or something? Like, I think Doug cracked describing just any game. I I think Doug like cracked. Like he was like, no, we can't. Like there was no way. Yeah, I think we were down by like fifty at halftime. Too much false confidence. I think you. I think you called him out on it. Like I think that was the year. It was before Doug had played that coach. Yeah, that was just like an example of the disrespect that that Doug would show for the coach. Yep. Josh, you weren't there for that particular game. What was your most embarrassing moment as an NCC quote-unquote athlete? So my super senior year. Super senior year? So Yep, my super okay. senior year. Okay. Was it a super year or you were a super senior? And it was I was a year. super senior. And it was your year. Because of money, not because of my grades. I couldn't afford I couldn't afford to take enough classes. Sure, because we'll we were we'll all non-scholarship players. Yes, we'll, we'll say that. We were so, like negative scholarship players. My we had to pay year, to be on the team. Yeah. None of you guys were on the team. And you guys thought it was bad when you played. It was really bad the year I played. What year was that? Oh, gosh. To be fair, we came and supported, 2010 though. 2011? Yeah. I didn't play? No, you weren't there. Because I was the only one who had played college You played your last like semester at NCC, though, didn't you? Yeah, you played the year before that. Oh, uh, okay. We actually had a pretty... Because I was Actually, we were actually pretty decent. Yeah. For our standards, we were actually pretty decent yeah. that year. Uh, but I was literally... I was the only guy who had ever played college basketball, even at this level. And there was one other guy who had played in high school, and that was it. And mm. the rest was like, we need to field a team. And as it went, usually, we only got played through one semester because there's only eight of us who went out. And by the time we got to second semester, like it was every year, four people failed out of the school because mm-hmm. they couldn't play. So we didn't have enough people to even finish out the year. Mm-hmm. And we got trashed every single game. Because the first the first semester especially, you're just playing teams. Most that of the teams you. you played that pay you to come. So you yeah. can pay for the rest of the season. So you can pay for the rest of the season, yeah. exactly. So we went to Dort, and we lost by 83. Um that was pretty bad, and I remember going through life. This is a great example of sportsmanship, and I said, thank you thank you for paying for the rest of our season. That's what I told, what I told the coach when I shook his hands. And I just remember my true, coach though, was like, true. how could you ever say that? I'm like, I'm just being honest right now. That was pretty bad. Also that year, the alumni game. So the alumni game, we had – there was a couple people who had played who were decent anyway, but we always won the alumni game because they were all out of shape. Um, that year, we got destroyed. The alumni <laughs> absolutely wrecked us, and I'll never forget how mad I was at the end of that game. I was like, "This, if we're going to lose that bad, it was bad. So when they broke the news to me that we weren't going to have a second semester, like, 
oh, well, there's none of people. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I, I was just so video. ready to be done at that point in time. I was ready to, to mail it in. You really so. count the days to those NCTA games. Oh, <laughs> man. NCTA. Yeah, so yeah. like, and that was the word, that's one thing I do want to bring up. So we, as bad as the program was, we actually won games. Some. So yeah. we, would, we would beat teams. So like, I think like how many though? Like, I think the year that you, me, and Derek played, we won. We definitely yeah. won. We won some games that year. I don't I know mean, if it's some four. No, more than that. Usually, when we really? were on the team, we won like six to eight. Usually, yeah, really? I was I felt say, like two. We yeah. it was because because the losses were real demoralizing. Yeah. yeah. Once you got into conference play, like you play the NAI team. Yeah, you play like Barclay. Those are coin flip yeah. games. NCTA, that's two wins. St. Mary's was two wins. Yeah. You yeah. know, Bernard. Bernard was a coin flip game. These are all schools. It's like, that people it's like playing the Big Ten Calvary. There's a bunch of Big Ten Lincoln. Yes. Who's, uh, Cal- Who's in Lincoln? Oh, Union was Union. a coin flip game. Oh, but Union was fun to play. At. Yeah. Oh yeah. Calvary. Calvary was a coin flip game. We got Union our last year. That's that what I mean. There, so there was there was yeah, teams and, we and, did beat. <laughs> and so like you know as bad as we were, there were teams worse yeah. than us. The Nebraska College of Technology and Agriculture. I thank God for you because you were the W (laughs) on the schedule every year. The next thing, the best thing about NCTA was they didn't belong to any sort of organization. And so they had guys on their team for like 12 years. Oh, yeah. Because they had no like governing body. Their their eligibility never ran out. There was some some bald dude with a goatee that played from the time I was a freshman to the time like midway through my coaching tenure at Mm -hmm. Grace. Like he was on the team for seven years. Yeah. And don't don't besmirch the great name of Chris Wanky. <laughs> I mean, How uh, dare you? Say, bring yeah. it back, you know. Uh, but no, so <laughs> as bad as we were, it did get worse. Yeah, uh, but true. they were smart enough not to schedule William Penn. Yes. They scheduled NCC. Correct. Yeah. So there was uh, there was definitely a little bit different philosophy in the administration there. The funny thing about NCTA was. Is they had money, they just spent it all on like farm equipment mm-hmm. yeah. because that was their their part of the thing. That was part of their NCT is technically part of the University of Nebraska system. Yeah, and so they've got actual money, but they're a tech and ag school, so they spend it all on tech and ag. Mm-hmm. But they were they were my favorite team to play earlier. That's my career high in points. Nice. Twelve. Appreciate there that. You go. Appreciate there you, you NCTA. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> my favorite one. When we were playing at NCTA our junior year, yeah. and we were almost losing, <laughs> and I took a three that was probably ill-advised, and Al, I could hear him yelling at yes. me on the court not to shoot the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, Rob, no! <laughs> and I shoot it anyway, because that's who I am as a person. <laughs> and It was so deep. It was so deep, and I was like coming up off of a screen, so my momentum was going away from the hoop. Very bad shot selection. Oh, and this was before Steph Curry had changed the game. You know, yeah. nobody took shots like that back then. Nope, no. it was just a bad, I mean, it was probably a bad decision on my part. There was like a lot of time left on the shot clock, and I just let that thing fly anyway, and it went in. That was points nine, or 10, 11, 12 for the night, and was very happy with that. But that was my favorite. It was just literally I could hear Al while I'm coming off the screen to catch the ball, screaming at me not to shoot. And then I hear somebody from the bench as well. I'm not sure if it was Coach or one of the other players screaming at me not to shoot. But did that stop me? No. Never. No. I told you good job after. <laughs> you did. You were like, man, I did not want you to shoot that, but I'm real glad you made it. <laughs> What, was that the same gym where you couldn't stand between the baseline and the three-point line in the yes. corner? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it, was it, was not, it was not what you like call regulation. Okay. Yeah, right. Uh, but again, they didn't have a governing body. That's true. So they could have played in a literal barn. 
which yeah. it kind of was. which was close. Yeah, yeah. it was, was close. close to it that. It was close to that. Yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything so, they want to share about their time? I do have a couple embarrassing stories. All right. Um, one is so after I left NCC, I transferred and played at Grace during the forgotten years of Grace. Um, we don't need to talk about those years. But forgotten like semester. Yeah, semester. Yeah, because because Willie kind of took fall. over second semester, didn't he? That's true. And we were still not that good. No, but no, that's but when that it started turning around. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, there was a player on the team who I think played a semester or a year at Peru State, and that year apparently at semester, almost the entire team at Peru State men's basketball had gotten busted at some sort of party, alcohol, whatever it was, and was ineligible for the second semester, leaving five players for the Peru State team. And then <clears throat> he made the comment or the joke that they actually won one game that second semester with only five players, and they played some <laughs> trash team at, like, NCC in, in Papillion. And so yep. he's, he's telling the other yep. players on the team, me included, and so on the outside I'm laughing, having a good time, this is really funny, but on the inside I was crying because I was on that team playing <laughs> in that game. <laughs> Losing to a team that only, only had, had five, five players. players. You know what's <laughs> worse than that is we had we played I think it was Dallas Christian College and they fouled a guy out with like six minutes left and they were down to four guys and we still lost that game. Still lost. I they guess. were playing. We were playing five on four yeah. for the last like six minutes of the game and still lost. It's hard to come over a thirty point deficit. No, it was it was like it was like eight point game. It was like within like three or four possessions. When they lost their last guy, I'm like, oh, we got this. We and got we did not have this. Was that, was that, I think I remember. You were on that, that team. Yeah, yeah it was that. bad. Yeah, I don't know was. if you were on that team. I don't remember. It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That wasn't great. Losing to a team with four guys is a tough pill to swallow. Yes. We were a little overconfident when that fifth guy fouled out. Yeah. <laughs> <Very laughs> we thought that we could score any points, and we yes. did not. Oh, yeah. It was inaccurate. Their 2 2 zone was ferocious. So they ate us up. They were all over the place. <laughs> We had just listened to Everett. If we practiced shooting, they were, they, were shooting. they were a swarming defense. <laughs> swarming. Oh, whoops, easy. Uh, Dwight. Dwight. Um, it, it, Doug, do you have another one? So, I mean, I that? think the other one maybe isn't as embarrassing, but just the one year or a couple years we went to the national tournament, one year lost a player like to a... Like the loser national tournament, not yeah, the real yeah. national tournament. I mean, you can just go if you want to. Yeah, it's like if you pay the, <laughs> if you pay the entry fee. Anybody's invited. It's like a participation <laughs> national tournament. Right, and yeah. I think that's the award they give at the end, too, which we never got. Nope. Um, well, they gave a sportsmanship, sportsmanship award, that's which we certainly never got. <laughs> we didn't want that. No, no, man. No. I don't want that award. <laughs> uh, that's for losers. <laughs> so our prior, I think it was the last practice leading up to the national tournament, our point guard uh, got a season-ending injury. Um, which we can talk about that too. If, if I'm, you, I'm right here. Josh had a season ending knee injury. Why don't you tell us about how that happened? Um, so, <laughs> how did that happen? I mean, for one, we're playing on a court that's like a rubber floor. I actually think it was a pass from you that made it. With like happen. cement no, under it wasn't the floor. Me. So, it's like sport court with like cement under it. Yeah. So, it's a very unforgiving surface. Right. A lot so, of ankle injury. I had an ankle surgery in college. We had. Multiple ACLs, like it was a bad deal. Well, I, re- I was watching it. I remember watching it from behind, so I watched it happen. And so it wasn't me that passed it. I think somebody passed it. It wasn't a great pass, so you had to lunge out Correct. to get to the ball. And so when you lunge and yeah, planted his knee, planted his knee a little bit too far from well, overextended himself, overextended, and, and the knee just the kept going. ACL the foot just stayed there, snapped. 
It ACL was, yeah. was gone. It was bad. And so, how did you react to this, Doug? So, <laughs> how would a norm, how would a normal teammate react? Well, to this? a normal teammate would have been very concerned. Rushed over, be like, "Josh, are you what, okay? What can I do? Can we help you up? Do you need anything?" But my, how did you react? So, Josh had never been seriously injured <laughs> say, in was, that way before. Never and barely serious at all ever. Right. Yeah. So, like that was that was a pretty major injury. So I think it was a shock and a surprise to him because he had never experienced something like that. So his reaction. To the injury is what I was reacting to, sure. not so much the injury. Sure. Okay, but, so what was his reaction? Um, so one, it's shock and um, just kind of like, what is happening right now? There's a lot of swearing. And a lot of swearing. There's a lot of swearing. There's a lot of swearing. A sense of urgency that we remember have to, we we practice in a church, so he's just like I didn't lighting it up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't understand either that I I didn't know anything about knee injuries because I'd never been hurt before, and so I'm thinking. Yeah, don't we need to go to a hospital or something now so I can go get this taken care of? I didn't realize that there's like, well, I mean, there's nothing really to do right now. Yeah, like, so yeah, basically, I literally was like, don't I need to go have surgery? What are we all standing around here for? Basically, yeah, the sense of urgency of we need to get the f out of here right now. Why are we standing around? <laughs> when it, with any injury like that, you're, there's really nothing you can do. You, no, you go through like four weeks of prehab. Yeah, and yeah. I, had, I had no idea. So kind of back to never being injured like that. So what? I start laughing under my breath, and so not, so people don't see me. I just say I'm going to go look in the closet for some crutches. Which why would a church have crutches in the they closet? They wouldn't. No, but I mean I'm trying. Sure to, I'm trying to be helpful, and no, you're trying not to be outed as being a horrible person. That's fair. By laughing at an okay, injury. That's well, fair. to be fair, everybody else was just standing around me, staring at me. That didn't help either. That that's I would rather just. I wanted to leave. Everybody was just. Wanted to get I want to go. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to leave. <laughs> that was yeah, but so, that, finish that story because yeah. So I got hurt. So that we had six. Tore ACL. If, if we didn't say that, yeah. Josh tore his ACL. At that time, we had six players. Josh tears his ACL, so obviously out. We take five players down to the national tournament. Um, I think three of them had played basketball at that level. Yeah. Beside that season, and then the very first game in the tournament, our big man. I think what uh, his shoulder dislocated, dislocated his, shoulder. his shoulder in the very first game, and was out for the rest of the tournament. So we finished the national tournament with four players. Jeez, so that's not ideal. Yeah, not ideal. For those of you unfamiliar with basketball, you'd like to have five on the floor at the it's same good time. Idea. Yes. It's a good idea. It's good idea. Five. However, if you have subs. That's ideal too. It yeah. did work yeah. out into my favor a little bit you because just pull. well, that and I led the national tournament in steals per game. Primarily because I got to play the whole game, <laughs> and we only had four people on the court. So one, it kind of confuses teams, and two, you're just kind of running around everywhere. Yeah, sure. So, like I said, that swarming two-two defense—it was. It's hard they, to deal with. Didn't know what to do with us. It's not something you practice for usually. So it made me look pretty good, but then when you saw that we lost every game by a lot, a lot, yeah. Well, was there anything else anybody wanted to share about their time? Playing at NCC. Anything? We lost a lot of games, but we made good friendships. Great we did. Friends. That was I mean, that is the one thing. It is true. Jake, you may have won more, but we are rich in friendship. <laughs> yeah. That's what poor people say. No. And our school is still here. I was going to say. Our papers still mean something. Yeah, the significant thing here is that NCC 
was going to have a grace-like fallout, but they merged with Hope International and have been relaunched. Because we didn't have just a crippling amount of debt. That's yeah. helpful. Yes. Um, but I think it's, I mean, and that's kind of where I think you might, we might want to end this, is that that's, NCC has definitely changed where they're at. They're playing definitely. at a different level now. They are working on... They don't have their own gym yet, but they certainly have more access to facilities. He's saying this because he coaches places. for them, so he wants it to <laughs> he wants it to be clear that it's not still the way we're describing. Oh yeah, this yeah. is all about me, honestly. This <laughs> is I want everyone to know like, this we're is finish not with this, so that you don't say another bad word about it. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska Christian College is not as described here. I'll be honest. I used to enjoy going to the alumni game. Now that I'm an alumni, in fact, I was on that team that beat Josh's team. Yeah, I, I was very proud. I think we both yeah, were. it was yeah. great. I enjoyed I, it a lot. Yeah, I, I hope. I don't love going to the alumni game I anymore. I hope all of you come on Monday. <laughs> Those guys are a different I'm level. very interested to see how this shakes out. Unfortunately, I'm oh, working man, on I'm Monday. Uh, that's going a on bummer. A Monday? Yeah, there's Ooh, a lot. We've got a, Monday, I've got a really man, loaded schedule. Big deal. Awesome. Well, fellas, I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming by and reminiscing about the I guess good old days. Yeah, yeah. old days. Uh, just old fun. days. No, uh, good but old days. in all in all honesty, it may have been a disaster of an athletic department, but we did, I think, come away with some of the best friends that we've had in our lives. So, at the very least, we had that in in no small part to uh, the disaster. It's like you know when you go through something traumatic together, it bonds you for life. Yes, I think sure. that's what oh, it's man. like. Like those those Chilean miners. I got trapped in the cave for like 90 days. Whoa. That's insane basketball. Oh, I'm Same thing. Same exact thing. to describe your bathroom and approach land miners in here. I said what I said. Yep. And this, is, and this has been Heavy Lifting with Robbie Lula. I appreciate you guys for joining me. I appreciate you all for listening. And uh, we will talk to you again soon.